Coming up on this week's DizPod, we feature Kadani Village in Animal Kingdom. We have the character spotlight with Humphrey the Bear in its National Dole Whip Day. What? Let's learn all about Dole Whip. That's all coming up next on the DizPod. Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome on in as everyone starts to come in. This podcast is now a live deal. No more recordings. We do go live every Thursday on our channel at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I think that time is subject to change. Uh, there are times that's our comfort zone, I think, for Lawrence and I. And uh, I think I'll just bring Lawrence in right now. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, I, I was thinking of that. You know, today I happened to get home a little bit earlier, so I was just kind of kicking around and, and kind of waiting a little bit. And uh, it was comfortable to have like an, a little over an hour to 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 kind of wait. But I'm used to bang, bang, bang. Everything is just bang, 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 bang. It, when I have time on my hands, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. Do. Yeah, well, I was the opposite. I was running around today. I probably put uh, 200 miles on the car today, uh, doing some marketing for work and, uh, got home about 20 minutes ago. So yeah, this has been uh, an interesting time. We're on the flip side of that week after week, you've been waiting for me. Yeah. So yeah. I guess, I guess seven is, is kind of comfortable for us. I, I was thinking, you know, if we commit to it, leading into it, we should stay with it, but yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to look at it for me. What do you think for you most of the time? For me, I really should be like, they want us done with work at like five, five thirty. Yeah. you know, they're like, we don't want people seeing patients having to work later. So um, I really should be home in plenty of time to at least, you know, do a six thirty. but um, we can yeah, keep I, that in consideration. Yeah. I think if we should be able to keep it at seven, normally my Thursdays are kind of light. It just, I put too much on myself today. Just had one of those. Um, yeah. I didn't look at my mileage, but I probably could rival you today on that <laughs> for sure. So, yeah. So this is now live. And uh, hey, why not say hello to a few people popping in? Poppy, hello. Good to see you. That's a new name to us. I don't know if you're new to the channel. Jenny Love TV, who just recently received a Diz Club membership as a gift. Will the Thriller, CJL, uh, and Gilnack, Jill Walkbrit. Uh, YouTube user, it says. That's funny. We know that's Frederick hiding behind that name. And Purple Pleasure is here. Dole Whip Dave, he's got to be here because it's Dole Whip Day. And he not be here. That would be crazy. I know, I know, I know. Debbie Anderson, Stephen Kerbis, Andy Powers, um, Andromeda Shun. Welcome, everyone. And let's get the show on the road. So we're going to feature every week until we run out of resorts. So 21 straight pods where we get to review a resort, right? Nice. And after that, we'll have something else up our sleeves, yes. our Hawaiian shirt sleeves. <laughs> Today we are featuring, I've got Pizza Planet. It's got the Pizza Planet logo all over it. And you have Merida. Yes, I do. Um, by the way, we should call out that uh, this shirt, as well as the two shirts we were wearing last week, were made by our uh, wardrobe designer, Catherine. Uh, yes so she did a great job on uh on those shirts and and this one so we we appreciate the support for sure 
Oh yeah, she does amazing work. She really does. And oof, I saw her shirt. You want to talk about merch? I saw her shirt live on stream. If y'all didn't see it when we went shopping um Hollywood Studios night on Tuesdays, they have another haunted mansion collection. And it was like a bowling oh, yeah. style shirt. Yeah. Ooh, I think that's on my hot list. <laughs> that's on my hot list. Catherine's in the chat. I, I have to negotiate again for um from for the for wardrobe, I think. But I'm willing to do that. <laughs> if wardrobe's willing to accommodate, she does good work. Better than good work. Yeah. So yes, it was really hot and humid here today, as well as up in the Carolinas, as you said. So yeah. um, and I didn't have time to jump in the shower and get freshened up. So here we go. It's a good time. It's a good thing you didn't have smell of vision if I didn't take that shower, that's for sure. I don't stink that bad though. I was, well, let's I was kick on it the off. Third floor of some houses uh, with unfinished third floors, and it was it was at least at least a hundred degrees up there. Wow! All right. Well, we promised resorts. Let's get down to the deep dive of Kidani Village. Yeah. So this week we are doing uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kidani Village. Uh, it is probably one of the most amazing places uh, that I've ever stayed at. Um, and if you've had the chance to stay there, you, you, you get what I'm saying. There, there isn't any place like this that I know of. Um, it is a deluxe resort. And, you know, we talked about last week about the immersion with like Pop Century and uh, All Star um, and some of those resorts that really give you that full immersion. Well, this one isn't um disney immersion it is uh immersion into african culture and all of the safari uh animals out there you can see over 200 animals and birds roaming through the savannah which is beautiful the lobby is amazing that building is just i, I think it and wilderness lodge are probably my two favorite lobbies um but around the resort, you can see giraffes, zebras, wildebeest, flamingos. Uh, you can book a room with a balcony that overlooks the savannah. And you can wake up to all those animals just going around, walking around. I mean, that it's we didn't have a room like that. We had a standard room, so we were on the other side. But um, that would just be amazing to walk, to wake up and see all those giraffes walking around. You also have some great uh, dining options there as well, uh, casual and fine dining, um, African cu cuisine. Boma is definitely a favorite of many people. Uh, and then they also have a poolside bar, and they have cocktails at Victoria Falls Lounge. Uh, the resort also uh, has plenty of activities and amenities for guests of all ages. So you can uh, learn more about the animals and cultures of Africa at the Cultural Center. Join a safari tour with a guide. You have some stunning pools. Uh, that is a huge pool right there. A fitness center, spa, and arcade. And of course, you can easily get to Animal Kingdom and the other uh, theme parks by uh, the complimentary bus transportation. Um, so Animal Kingdom Lodge to me is, is really a magical place, uh, just felt so different from any other resort or hotel um, on Disney property 
or in the Orlando area, that's that's for sure. So if you have a chance to stay there, I would highly recommend staying there. And of course, Corey just uh, stayed there uh, last week. So he can tell us uh, a lot more about his uh, stay there. Mine was last year, so not as fresh, but uh, Corey was, uh, was just there last week. So it's always one of my favorite places to visit. And it's just so different from anything else. Uh, magical? I don't know. It's I can't even describe. You know what's we know what separates it, but the theming is just it's immersive in a way that you don't even you feel like you're in Africa, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. You know you you don't feel like you're even in America. So to go out and be able to enjoy the parks, and then you can come back to this resort i will say this because of the scenery because of the surroundings like this if we take a look at this here and if you're listening you know of course on the youtube music app you can flip your button and see the video to actually see some of the pictures that we do talk about but being a little descriptive we're looking like if we were standing on this in the savannah and looking straight ahead towards the Kadani building, the main lobby, there's just a huge glass window. I mean, it is huge. And there's little balconies there. We actually had, we got to spend some time there because we went to go to the pool and we had limited time there because of uh, lightning. So mm. we didn't want to leave yet. So we figured, well, let's go up to the lobby and maybe we can take advantage of hanging out with the rock, there's rocking chairs up there and you can just relax and chit chat and watch the animals go by. I mean, that's an experience. Where else can you get an experience like that where you can just relax on a balcony porch area and just watch the scenery go by. It's just amazing. And we were able to do that. And, you know, before we ever stayed here, my comment about this place was always, man, you know, if there was a, if there was a resort I could stay on for days and not need to go anywhere else. To me, it right. was this one. It, it's this one because of the, its uniqueness of the animals, the, the African architecture, the lobby's beautiful. Uh, the, the Christmas tree at Christmas time uh, is huge. Now, that might be just Jumbo House, but because uh, this is a smaller one, but I just know either way, there's a big Christmas tree that is a must see at Christmas time as well. And we did, we saw the giraffes, we saw zebras, we saw different birds coming by in the small span that we were there. Uh, I will point out that we did have a viewer that actually recognized us with our backs turned while we were rocking in the rocking chairs. <laughs> and had to come out and say hello and um that was a lot of fun we took a little time to talk with her and uh if she's watching she knows who she is her name was teresa but i'm trying to remember her last name but it was teresa and um it was a pleasure to meet you and she was from new jersey and so if you look in the center there where the glass is that's actually a walkout area too and you can actually go over there at night and you can toast marshmallows with the family, which is really, really cool. And uh, again, you know, there are animals roaming at that time too. So just a really cool, fun atmosphere. And it's really neat. If we go to the pool quickly, you know, they have the option. I don't 
think every Disney pool has this. I could be wrong, but they have the nice walk-in area if you need to walk in. And it gradually leads you into the pool. The pool is not huge, but I think it's at least when we were there or whenever I've been in that pool, I've had the chance to go in it twice and it never seemed overcrowded. Uh, so, you know, and you know, if you do most, most days, it probably won't be because the majority of your residents are going to be at the parks. Mm-hmm. And I think people intermix their, their off days. This here, what we're looking at is they actually have a slide that dumps into the pool. And it's a small pool, but the slide is decent. The slide takes a little bit of time to go down. And so that's fun, too, if you want to experience some of that. And we put up a few photos of the rooms. Look how beautifully themed they are. Uh, the lighting. The work is amazing. Oh, the, the tapestries. Yeah, you know, with with dare I say, African-themed colors, you know, mm-hmm. the, the blacks, the oranges, the tans, yep. just really nice. All the craft work with the the dresser drawers, just everything is to detail like you would expect Disney to be. And even in this picture, and we noticed this when we were there, they could have easily put two beds, headboards that looked exactly the same, and they are far from the same. Yes, good point. You know? Yeah, there's a lo- other things that we noticed throughout the room that really did have uniqueness where they could have gone with duplicates. Yeah. Did so you that- find a hidden Mickey? Oh, um, you know, I don't remember. If we did, it <laughs> may have been during the vlog because we did do a room tour this week. So if y'all missed that, you can go back and watch that too. Is there a hidden Mickey that you know about? Uh, no, but I was told that there's basically one in some tapestry or the, the curtains, um, the drapes. Oh, um, man. I don't well, know if you, you had saw that. Well, all the more reason to go back then. There you go. <laughs> we need to find the hidden Mickey. And this is a, this is a little shot, a little side shot of the living room. Uh, that's a pullout couch. There was a chair also that pulled out, but you can watch the full tour of it. In 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 the bigger rooms, you know, this is a DVC uh, spot. So if you want a chance to it, you know, I know we don't have Kathy here. She'll be like, "You should have me here." I know, but <laughs> I know, but it's it's hard to get everything set up. But we'll get you on at some point for a full on DVC show. But this was the master bathroom, and amazing. it's it's just amazing. It, it was like a. 10, 12 jet tub, however, however many jets they had in there. And it connected to an all glassed in shower. Um, just really, really, really nice. Really well done. The room we had was huge. It was two full uh, bedrooms with full baths. And I mean, look at the work here with the bench. I didn't yeah. even sit at this table. We had no time. I didn't even <laughs> sit at that table. Now that I look at it, I, sh- I just wanted to at least sit at that table and I didn't. But even everything, you know, the stools, the bench, the work, artwork on the walls, that lighting over there. Um, so this is definitely, this should be, oh, there it is. There is where you can do s'mores on the balcony. So the walkout. And and, uh, and look at the chairs again, just like you pointed out about the headboards. Chairs absolutely right. Yeah. This needs to be, yes, it's a little pricier. But if you could ever do it, even if you stay at an all-star and plan on just going over for a night or two, 
it's worth it because there's just there's just you got to take in the atmosphere and they they did it before covid and we did it and it was super hard and what everyone should know is there are actually times or not times but there um most resorts will do a scavenger hunt and theirs was very hard it was all about looking at the rocks and picking finding things and all that so um yeah kathy said the jet tub was amazing (laughs) she was you know she was tired and hot and sweaty after doing the moonlight magic and she's like i'm making use of that tub (laughs) she wanted all of us to just throw on our bathing suits and get in (laughs) but she did enjoy it so i'm glad she did she deserves it and uh yeah she said that kathy also said we didn't find it either so we'll have to Oh God, how, Catherine how thinks she found it. Kathy, therefore, do you know, or she could put it in chat. How how long was she there for? She was uh, there for the duration that we were. Okay, just one night. So, you know, and it makes you it makes you wonder when you when you check into these wonderful resorts. You do one night, you go, ah, I wish we would have done two. Right. And then, if you, and I'm just thinking, if you do two, you go, ah, we should have done three. <laughs> <laughs> so we all want to stay at Disney. I just want to sleep there. I want to live there. Yeah. Exactly. So there it is. Anything else to add before we move on? No, no. It's a very cool resort. Uh, I think it is certainly one I would do again um, and uh, get a better a better view. We had or either either a better view or a bigger room. So we had the standard room and the standard view, which was of the parking lot. Um, you know, but it's still the room was nice, and um, but I would I'd like to do that again for sure. Kathy agrees. She always says one more night, one more night, one more night. All right. Guess what, y'all? It is National Dole Whip Day. So happy National Dole Whip Day to all of you. We had some Dole Whip last night. And let's see. Dole Whip Dave is very happy today. It's like his birthday. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Right. All right. We got a little presentation to do here so i've got my notes right here let's learn a little bit about dole whip i guarantee there should be something that you all learn tonight with our dole whip presentation so here we go so there it is there's some delicious dole whip there's different ways to enjoy your dole whip you can enjoy it with some believe it or not some people might not know that you can enjoy it with alcohol just like you see with that one with the umbrella that I messily hid behind the other one. And, uh, you know, I can't say which one. Which one do you think is more popular, Lawrence? The float or the straight-up cup? cup dole whip I would say the cup. I'd probably say so, too. Yeah. I do, although probably. I do see a lot of the float and uh, certainly the pineapple upside down. But I think the traditional is uh, probably the most popular. Yeah. So what is Dole Whip? A lot of people don't know. And we can say right off the top that Dole Whip is not milk-based. So if you have that kind of allergy, you don't have to worry about it. Tammy can eat it, and she has no issues whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So Dole Whip is a pineapple-flavored soft-serve ice cream that is typically dairy-free. Now, they say typically, so I wonder if there are certain flavors that you do have to ask about. Makes me yeah. wonder. Cannot remember which one it was, but I remember there was one that did um, was made with dairy. 
Dole Whip Dave says it's got to be a cup. It was originally created by the fruit company Dole in the 1980s. So Dole Whip has not been around for a long time. But it became popular as an iconic dessert served at Disney theme parks. So um, let's get into a little more detail now. So Dole Whip is a pineapple-flavored soft-serve ice cream, typically dairy-free. We talked about that. It's, uh, let's see, it is also available in other flavors, such as mango and strawberry, coconut, lime, orange, and can be made into a float with pineapple juice. And these are, you know, it's, it's funny. They show basic, the basic ingredients. You've got some mango there. You got some pineapple that's ice cream. So we don't know what that is, but I included that one in there. And you only need a few simple ingredients, and it's pineapple juice. It's frozen pineapple chunks. Oh, this is for home. This, so home is more of a, it would be dairy for home. So these are, wow. this, these are kind of your ingredients for home. Pineapple, you know, uh, pineapple juice, frozen chunks, vanilla ice cream, or coconut milk for a vegan option. So maybe that's where you can rule out the dairy piece. Lemon juice, salt, and sugar is optional, and you can look up different recipes online if you want to really try that and maybe someone in chat has done it before and it actually says sugar is optional too but i don't know how that would taste uh, you'll also need a powerful blender to pulse the frozen pineapple chunks these steps are easy and quick and all the ingredients to a blender and blend until smooth and creamy transfer the mixture to a freezer safe container and freeze for about 30 minutes Scoop the mixture into a bowl or a cone and enjoy. Alternatively, you can pipe the mixture with a star tip uh, to get the iconic swirl shape. So that's an overall way that, uh, or an idea how you can do this at home. Let's get into fun facts for Dole Whip. And there it is once more on screen, the basic ingredients. We've got some Dole Whip fun facts. Dole Whip has a cult-like following among Disney fans who will wait in long lines to get one on a hot day. The original Dole Whip was not vegan, but it was changed in 2018 to use a non-dairy creamer instead of ice cream. So I guess with the home recipe, you can just do a non-dairy creamer as well. Mm. I guess like we mentioned to make that vegan option. So Dole Whip, let's see, Dole Whip is not only delicious, but also gluten-free, non-GMO, and has no artificial ingredients. Dole Whip is also known as pineapple soft serve, pineapple ice cream, or pineapple sorbet. And that's what I have there. So some of the flavors, I pulled this. Uh, from online so some of these may not exist anymore uh, or still exist um, or existed in the past or are currently available all the options are open so you have pineapple dole whip like we talked about there's strawberry dole whip and chocolate soft serve ice cream with heart sprinkles apparently that was something at one point mm -hmm. they've done pistachio dole whip and cherry soft serve ice cream with roasted pistachios in luxardo cherry Dole Whip Raspberry is uh, was also one with uh, in Rose is it Regale 
sparkling wine topped with strawberries, raspberries, and cheese-shaped wedge of chocolate. There's, this is one of my favorites, the Dole Whip Orange and Vanilla Soft Serve. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Like a creamsicle. Yes. Strawberry is really good. Now, I am not sure if I've ever had, we we did have lemon. Lemon in a blue cone garnished with a chocolate bird and sugar bow. Does anybody know who that was? It was Hey Hey. It was the Hey Hey cone. It was the Hey Hey cone. And we loved that one. We did a vlog on that, or it appeared in a vlog at that time. I don't think, I don't know if we were a live streaming channel back then, but we did document that somewhere uh, on the channel back in the day. And um, there was a pineapple and sour apple. That makes me feel like, I wonder if that was more of one of the alcoholic choices. Oh, maybe. Stephen Kerfus is celebrating in chat with a Dole Pineapple Martini. That is amazed is right there. Uh, Here's an alcoholic one for sure. Pineapple topped with Parrot Bay coconut rum and sour apple. So there you go. Um, Dole Whip Pineapple with strawberry. Dole Whip Pineapple with Parrot Bay coconut rum and strawberry. I feel like I'm repeating myself on some, but I think it's just a variation of different things. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different things, a lot of different uh, chances to grab different things. So when you visit Walt Disney World, Definitely take a look around. It's available in multiple places. And um, see if you can get an idea. Maybe get on the My Disney World Experience app and look around for the mobile orders who who will do mobile. Um, I'm not sure if... Well, I don't know if any of them do mobile for that, to be honest. Aloha Isle does not. I don't know if Sunshine... I think Sunshine Tree Terrace might. They were. I think they're still... We'll, we'll have to look at that. Um, Aloha was, and then they stopped, which is probably better. They're, they're better at just line instead of mobile order. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the content of what you're getting, right? I mean, yeah. you can't kind of pre-make ice cream, right. you know, and let it sit there for someone to pick up. So makes sense. But they have done the, uh, and we have done several floats. We did the Dole Whip strawberry float, and that one, they were celebrating red. Um. Mm from pirates that was her float the redhead and uh the peter pan float with lime dole whip was also another one that was really good so there's many many different ones that you can you can find i've never tried or saw anywhere where the dole whip mango watermelon or pineapple float was available and lastly we're coming to an end dole whip dave (laughs) You can find these flavors at these different locations at Aloha Isle, Storybook Treats, Sunshine Tree Terrace, Tamu Tamu Refreshments, Trilobites, Pineapple and I, and Marketplace Snacks. Um, is that a general statement, Marketplace Snacks? I don't know. Yeah, I can't say I, I know where that, that is. is. We have a lot of intelligent people in chat, though. Maybe someone knows. Yeah. Um, I would say... All right, I'm going to name the names, and you tell me if you've had a Dole Whip there. How about that? Okay. Aloha Isle. Yes. I would say almost 20, about 23 hours ago, <laughs> that was me at Aloha Isle. I think I've had that twice on, on stream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't like to repeat eating many things on stream, but lately we've had quite a few buffalo um grilled cheese sandwiches at abc commissary as well as the pineapple upside down cake yeah yeah (laughs) can't 
help it. Storybook treats? I don't know that I've had Dole Whip there. I've had ice cream there. I would say this. I could be wrong on this, and I'll, I'll own it, but I don't think you can get a Dole Whip, straight-up Dole Whip cup ever there. Okay. I just have known that you can get the floats. The Peter Pan float was there. Okay. Which is an appropriate spot for it because it's not too far from there. Yeah. Uh, Marketplace is in Disney Springs. Okay. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's one of the places that's brand new. If you're in Disney Springs, you want a Dole Whip, there are a couple of places to get Dole Whip. You can get the Dole Whip nachos, which would make Will the Thriller happy over right across from Marketplace Co-op. That's right there. Okay. Now they did something with, I think it was Dole Whip. I can't quote myself, but it was the same. Yeah, it was Dole Whip. And they did these Christmas themed like big waffle cones and did like a Pluto and a Mickey and a Minnie. We tried that on stream too. So um, there was that. What's so, the, What's the other quick serve in um, Disney Springs that has the name well, it swirls on the water swirls oh, on the water is the new one and yeah. you want to try that out that's where you can get some crazy flavors like yeah. you can get the the flight so they give you three different flavors and these are going to be flavors i'm going to guess you can't find anywhere else in the world yeah. we're talking hot sauce on dole whip which was good it was good so lots of fun adventurous flavors speaking of that we will probably check out that spot uh, I because we're doing our homework on Saturdays, we are taking you all from Animal Kingdom over to Disney Springs for Flavors of Florida, and we are going to try some tastes of Florida over there. And um, you're going to want to see that. So definitely be with us for that. And uh, let's finish this up. Sunshine Tree Terrace, have you ever had a Dole Whip there? Sure have. Awesome. Sure have. That's, where, that's where you get the orange and, uh, and vanilla swirl. I have never had the pot. Is it pot stickers? Is it pot stickers? Oh, I've I never had those. They either. serve two different finger foods or whatever, and I've never had them there. I just go uh, for the Dole Whip. How about Tamu Tamu refreshments? That's one of my favorites. Where is that? Uh, right across the way from um, the restaurant by Lion King in Animal Kingdom. Yes. Yes, and I can say yes too. So I am one, two, three. I'm four for four. <laughs> we're, we're doing this live, everybody. We didn't rehearse this part. <laughs> we didn't rehearse this part. Uh, pineapple lanai. We don't no. have time to ask the chat, like, where's pineapple lanai? But go ahead and try to try to answer. I'll give you. I'll give you just a few seconds. I'll chit chat. For yeah, I, a think, second uh, here, but... I think I, I need to go there, but I'm going to make everybody in chat jealous. Oh, I have Dole Whip. Ah! He has Dole Whip and he's put the spoon to his lips. So how is that Dole Whip? Because that is the other place you can get the Dole Whip, which is at the store. No, actually, we have a restaurant here that's about 10 minutes away from me um, called Redneck Barbecue Lab. And they sell Dole Whip. And they have a huge billboard on I-95 that says Dole Whip. And that was the first place that I knew I could get it. So, um, so yeah, I stopped there on the way in. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, how does it compare? 
it's good. It, there's a little difference of it being in uh, Disney than, you know, yes. at a restaurant in North Carolina. But they do also have strawberry. Ah, wow. Multiple flavors. That's impressive. Or yeah. as Vader would say, most impressive. <laughs> wow. So, that's yeah, pretty that was, cool. That's very good. That's pretty cool. So if nobody answered in chat, so... Pineapple Lanai is located right on property at the Polynesian. And the Polynesian is funny because we stayed there recently and we stood in line and we were looking at the flavors. They had a little sign up on the counter and it said today's special flavors. Mm. You know what it was? Pineapple. You know what the other one was? Pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That's pretty funny. That was funny to me. And then they're like, can I help you? Yeah, I'll have the pineapple. Well, I can't, I can't decide. Do I want the pineapple or the or pineapple? The pineapple. <laughs> yes. That's going to conclude our segment on Dole Whip. I don't think you can cover Dole Whip any better than that. I will, I'll add this, though. The other place you can get Dole Whip? Alani in Hawaii. No. Oh, another place. At the actual Dole Farm, where they grow pineapples in Hawaii. And um, we did that live while we were out there last year. And we have to say, the Dole Whip there, Dole Whip Dave is going to, this is where Dole Whip Dave unsubscribes, passes <laughs> out, leaves, never to be seen again. The, he has tried the Dole Whip in Hawaii, and he thinks the Dole Whip in Magic Kingdom, Walt Disney World, is better. And that's okay. That's totally okay. That's all opinion. But our opinion, our family was like this. I'll tell this quick story. So we get to the Dole Farm and there's different things to do there. You can ride the train and they take you along the um, growing areas and you can see pineapples at different stages. They play some, you know, some nice music on the train. And they, I think they even narr they narrate a little bit, tell you about, you know, the uh, pineapples and everything and there's a maze, which we didn't get to do. But if we ever get to go back, we will do that maze. Jill really, really wanted to do the maze. And there's a gift shop, but there's Dole Whip that you can get. And I thought this, like, we decided let's get a large Dole Whip. And we only said, let's split it amongst us because it was big, but not because it was big. It was more because, <sighs> not lately, not lately, because I've been chomping up all that Dole Whip lately. But there was a time last year, year before, whatever it was, that I really couldn't finish a Dole Whip, okay. which sounds weird. But for me, it was just one of those things like eating a pineapple Dole cup, you know, the cup, not even a float or something. Mm -hmm. um, you ever like something a lot, but you just can't finish it because, I don't know, you've just had enough of the taste by, the, by yeah. a certain point. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm like good with the tastes and I'm good. So that's how I was. But we tried... We, we take two bites, one bite together, Tammy and I, and we look at each other and we said, we should have gotten two because <laughs> this isn't going to last. I don't know what it is. It's maybe not as sugary. Oh. Maybe the sugar doesn't hit you as hard. I don't know. And they cover it with pineapple chunks all outside of it. So oh. really good. All right. Well, we have a character spotlight to cover and... I don't know who sent that email. Do you? 
if you don't, that's okay. But we want to thank whoever did send the email to feature Humphrey the Bear. And it's it's going to be great to cover characters that are rare or we haven't seen in a long time. So, yeah, send them to, what is it, at, at the Dispod? At uh, the Dispod at gmail.com. The Dispod at gmail.com. Um, Humphrey the Bear was sent in by Dom. Dom. Dom, we thank you for that. And it's our pleasure to cover Humphrey the Bear. This shouldn't take too long because I couldn't find too much information on Humphrey, but it is enough to learn all about Humphrey. And I remember Humphrey because I'm old enough. And uh, I actually have a little statue in the living room of Humphrey. I probably should have brought him over, but um, we do. I think he's on the totem pole that we got from the wilderness campground, Mm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's bring that up now and we'll talk all about Humphrey. So Humphrey the Bear is a cartoon character created by Walt Disney Animation Studios in 1950. He is a gluttonous, lazy, and opportunistic bear who lives in Brownstone National Park and often tries to get food and shelter from the visitors uh, or the park ranger, Jay Audubon Woodlore. He does not speak, but makes expressive noises to convey his emotions. He is one of the few Disney characters who's had his own series of theatrical shorts. And he also appeared in various TV shows, video games, and theme park attractions. A little more history of Humphrey the Bear. He first appeared as an unnamed bear in the Goofy cartoon, Hold That Pose in 1950, where Goofy tried to take his picture. He was revived by animator Jack Hanna as a recurring antagonist of Donald Duck in four cartoons, Rugged Bear in 1953, Grin and Barrett in 1954, Barely Asleep in 1955, and Beezy Bear in 1955. He got his own series in 1955, but only two films were made, Hooked Bear, in 1956 and in the bag in 1956 the latter introduced the famous humphrey hop song and dance which holly mcglone knows and uh we'll have her sing that for you on the live stream on saturdays if someone reminds me in chat we can uh, she she was singing it last night or the night before so she'd be happy to do that for everybody he appeared in the opening of the mickey mouse club tv show and later in the show, or later in other shows, such as Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Goof Troop, Mickey Mouse Works, House of Mouse, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Mickey Mouse, Legend of Three Caballeros, and The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. He also appeared in some video games, such as Donald Duck, Going Quackers, and in the theme park attractions, such as Country Bear Jamboree, and Mickey's Philharmagic. Hey, this bear gets around, huh? <laughs> Again, to give a little more on his personality, Humphrey is a big, foolish, and lazy, opportunistic bear who loves food more than anything else. 
He is constantly trying different ways to get food and or shelter from unsuspecting visitors or park the park ranger, often violating the park rules in the process. He is not very smart or or successful in uh, his schemes, and he often gets in trouble or gets outsmarted by Donald Duck or Jay Audubon Woodlore. He is also very cowardly and easily scared by bees, hunters, guns, and other dangers. He does not speak, but makes expressive noises to convey his emotions. He was voiced by Jimmy McDonald, Frank Welker, and Jim Cummings. When I hear Jim Cummings, I think of Winnie the Pooh Mm. as one of them. One of the other characters he did. When he is worried or panicked, he runs desperately in place with his feet going in all directions. He has a signature grin that shows his teeth and tongue, like you can see right there. And let's see. So the Humphrey Hop is a song and dance that was introduced in the cartoon In the Bag in 1956. It was sung by Thurl Ravenscroft and Mellow Men as a way to motivate Humphrey and the other bears to pick up the trash. I remember that, but I don't specifically remember the song. The mm-hmm. lyrics are right there on screen. And uh, if I, I should have, I should have done some homework and uh, learned the song a little bit so I could do it, but, but that's it. And I remember that cartoon and I don't know if you have any memories of him. Uh, as far as anyone in chat, have you ever heard of Humphrey the bear? Why well, I have to tell you when when Dom emailed us um, the character he wanted us to do, I did not know Humphrey the Bear at all, so that was uh, that was cool. See, even I learned something on the show, and now you know. And I learned in the process, and I didn't know that he was featured in theatrical shorts. Some of the things that stood out to me, and uh, as many, I didn't realize how many places he appeared. Mm-hmm. He appeared in a lot of places. Um, so good for him. So maybe he's not gone forever. It'd be, it'd be cool. Now that we all know, if we see him pop up and appear somewhere, we'll be like, that's Humphrey the Bear. Right. <laughs> but I would encourage you all to go on YouTube and look up the Humphrey Hop before Saturdays. How about that? And uh, I think you'll like it. That, that cartoon was good. That's the one I remember with him. And, uh, yeah, he got a lot more work than I expected. So, yeah. and the legendary Jim Cummings voiced him who, uh, did, I mean, I don't think I'm making that up. I'm pretty confident in that, that he voiced Winnie the Pooh. So, yeah. Uh, purple pleasure in chat says who loves food. It sounds like Corey, right? Tammy, <laughs> she said it. I thought it, I just didn't say it. <laughs> Uh, goofy guy in chat says, I owe one of the Diz fam a huge thank you for the channel membership. Got an email a few days ago. Oh, Goofy guy. Yes, I remember when you got that. Congratulations. We do we do have free memberships that fly around the chat and the live stream. So if you want your chance at a, at a Diz Club membership, definitely be active in chat. Make sure you opt in. That's always in the description. And you'll be eligible for a five dollar value membership gets your name highlighted in green so it's more easily seen in the chat it's uh you get all these exclusive emojis that do change and yeah the uh, everybody enjoys the emojis and seriously for a dollar 99 you can enjoy all the fun with people in chat 
all stream long and just blast it with all these great emojis. I mean, and, where else do you get a Neil and Alyssa emoji, right? Exactly. You get the Neil and Alyssa that was newly added. And uh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. And we try to change them often. Uh, a couple more other things to cover before we do that. Why don't we just touch on our sponsors so that we can take care of them because they take care of us and they allow you all to enjoy the quality of what we can bring you because it really, really helps. So <clears throat> I have to bring in, oh, I have it right here. Here we go, quickly. If you're thinking about wanting to live near Disney with over a decade of helping people find the homes of their dreams, Victor Naraki is the perfect realtor of Vision Home Real Estate, LLC. To help you find the home of your dreams, simply go to DisneyAtYourDoorstep.com. That's DisneyAtYourDoorstep.com. Calm. And Victor is trying to go to 10,000 subscribers this year. And if you just jump over to his YouTube channel, that link should be in the description as well. If he reaches 10,000, he's going to hand over 1,000 smackers over to Give Kids the World. And what a beautiful gesture that would be. And you can do that simply by helping by just subscribing. And you can, you can also... Uh, email him at celebratingflorida at gmail.com. And secondly, but not lastly, if you're looking, trust me, you might think that you know everything about planning Disney, but real realtors, but uh, people like Claudia, who can plan a trip for you, will always know more than you. So if you're looking to book your next magical vacation with your magical adventures await, that's where you want to go. Claudia is creating Disney adventures worldwide. She can book a Disney vacation at Walt Disney World, Florida, any Disney park worldwide, Disney Cruise Lines, Alani Resort in Hawaii, guided group vacations with Adventures by Disney, and she's also a Universal Studios expert. And if you book with her, it's free, and you get all of her knowledge. She's available Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make Claudia Anderson your magical planner today. From your magical adventures await 956-455-8049 or all one word, Claudia Anderson. I had a coworker today reach out to me and said, Hey, have you been on a Disney cruise? I need some advice. And I was like, I'm not the person, but I do know somebody that could help you. <laughs> good, good. We appreciate that. <clears throat> Coming up next week, uh, the Food and Wine Festival is back and we've got a full-on presentation for you all where we're going to preview the food we will preview every food festival or every festival that comes we will preview that with the food and maybe the, a little bit of the concert lineup and it'll get you all prepared whether you're planning on coming or you're just planning on coming with us through the magic of youtube we most of the things or all the things i will talk about i will try I will try. And how about this? Anyone listening on the rewatches leading up to next week or listening live or watching live right now, why don't I put this out there? If you, anyone can look up the menu, if you want to look up the menu and there's something you want me to try, mm. I will do it. That's something I've never done before, but I will do it. Um, so, yeah, within my means, if I get 100 requests, which I don't think I would. <laughs> you might have to help me out there a little bit. Um, so yeah, that's what we do. Can't wait for the Corey and fam food reviews says, and I just love that 
we've built a reputation of being really good food reviewers because mm -hmm. I've said this before, and I think I started saying it before you even discovered us, which was I thought I had a couple weaknesses that I wanted to get better at. And I think I've, through feedback of all of you and, and all that too, um, the two things that I really wanted to get better at a couple of years ago, I think that I've gotten better at, which is the food reviews, which you can always improve with, um, and character interactions. So, yeah. Big, big um, difference there. I mean, I think the first year, I guess, that I watched, um, I don't really think I saw as much character interaction as you've been doing lately, which is phenomenal it's crazy right it's the it's it's my ability and i don't think i'm good at this but it's my ability to improv like i really yeah. don't have something that i want to start with or go with you right. know i just see and react and go from there and i'm having as much fun as i think that you know the chat is watching yeah. Yeah. um Absolutely. and i'll never forget the donald duck interaction that was that was all that was a lot of donald but as i listened to it back a few times on the shorts i'm like yeah. wow i was on point i was on point with donald to make that such a great short and you have to be you have to be quick with the characters because you've got to figure out what they're mimicking and then you know react to that and kind of build on it. So yeah, recently, uh, much, a lot of interaction. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That was the Humphrey, the bear character spotlight. So that up at the start. So I had to do it at the end. That's good. So I learned something about Humphrey the Bear. So I thought I would share something that you might not know, um, especially in, in chat. So I'm going to try and do this every week. Uh, what might be an obscure fact about Disney or the parks or the company. Um, so we all know the nighttime spectacular shows, right? Most of us know the music um, that goes along with it by heart. I'm looking at you, Harmonious. Uh, but the Disney fireworks are the greatest nighttime shows anywhere. Um, all the parks in the U.S. have a show except for Animal Kingdom out of respect and care for the animals. Um, did you know that Disney buys the second most explosives in the world only behind the U.S. Department of Defense? They also buy the most fireworks of any uh entity in the world they spend forty thousand dollars a night on fireworks which adds up to about 50 million dollars per year so if you're wondering where your annual pass money goes <laughs> that's that's what it's covering <laughs> i'm paying for these fireworks <laughs> get that kid down off your shoulders <laughs> that is a lot of money it sounds like a lot of money and we know it is but wow i mean just one night like forty thousand bucks like how many how many non-pass holder tickets is mm. that is it 400 4000 just 4000 people yeah or probably less than less than that we'll say like 3000 off the top of my head probably pays for the fireworks coming through the door Catherine, if she's still in chat she can uh correct me on this i believe we had heard that if um, to cover the fireworks, the calls for the fireworks, the popcorn that's sold in Magic Kingdom in one day covers the cost of the fireworks. 
Wow. Yeah. Now that blows me away. <laughs> that yeah. blows me away. That That's is not a nuts. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. That was a great point. I didn't even know he was going to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. We have covered all of our major points. Uh, is the theme part is, is uh, are we just down to this week in the parks? Just this week in the parks. And then my question at the end. Yeah. All right. This week in the parks. So this week in the parks, we uh, Saturdays, we got to hang out with uh, Holly um, over at Epcot, right? I don't even remember yeah. Saturday. <laughs> I'm trying to think there's anything out of the ordinary that happened Saturday. Uh, I just think it was a really smooth day. A lot of fun. Had a good time in chat. No technical issues with the stream. Uh, Regal Eagle was not as busy. Tammy, Tammy's reaction when we went through it right, it right in in the front door was like, "Oh, it's busy." What? Jacob and I yeah. like <laughs> looked at her. There's like seven tables open. It's not like it was January, uh, July fourth or July third when everybody thinks let's go eat in America because it's the patriotic thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I'm going anti. That is, I was gonna say I'm going anti America on July third next year only for food i'm going uk <laughs> i'm going fish and chips because no one will be there no, no one will be there all no. the ukers will be there <laughs> um so tuesdays and wednesdays uh, i i i'm just gonna say this they say that the parks are, are not as busy right now but come on man this was one of the I'll tell you what, we broke a record on our channel for a back-to-back Tuesdays, Wednesdays to only go on five rides. <laughs> and they weren't even major rides. Yeah. I mean, we're talking teacups. Yeah. Uh, poo. I might put poo there a little bit, but we just happened to catch a tiny window where poo dropped to like 20 minutes. I think I think the app said 35. We just happen to be walking by. And of course, our motto here at Living in Diz is trust the lines, not the signs. Mm -hmm. And I did not trust the sign on that one. So we went in and uh, we did People Mover, which we love. Trust me, we love all the rides. But yeah, yeah it was just tough. But, you know, we made use. Like, we had a ton of fun on stream. Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom. Like I said, the chat of, and everyone uh, watching. A lot of viewers. Yeah. What's that? You met a lot of viewers. Yeah, we met a lot of viewers. We really kicked off Tuesdays really well, you know, uh, eating and having them come over. It was it's always a thrill for me to meet anyone that comes over, and you know, the more excited they are, the more excited I am, you know. And they all hit us right in the heart, so it's 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 genuine. We we love that. But uh, let's talk about a couple things before we do get out of here, which is a little bit, you know. Got to do this disclaimer. We love Disney so much. We love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. But Disney's not perfect either. And, you know, they're not immune from being called out now and then. And I got to drive the point home of what we're trying to say here because not, I don't think everybody will understand. So we had a, a, a time on Tuesdays where we were going to watch Fantasmic and it was a really long line. And I figured out shortly why the line was so big. I mean, this line went from the Fantasmic entrance yep. 
basically covering almost all of Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. And so the reason for that was, and it was minutes before the show was supposed to start, there was just a weather delay. Mm-hmm. There was a weather delay. It's Florida. Uh, I've been there before when Fantasmic's been canceled. Things happen, and we know it. It's not as disappointing to us as frequenters of the parks. But you know, if you're on vacation, it's your one chance to see it. You know, that's that's when it's worse. So, long story short, they finally let us in. We're learning, you know, that the radar is improving, and it's looking like it's going to be a go. Well, at this point, it really did sound like that. And they started let us, letting us in. Mm-hmm. And we sat down in, in less than, it felt like two minutes, but we'll say in less than five minutes time, they, yeah. they, the announcement comes over. And I'm thinking there's no way it's a cancellation announcement. We just sat down. It's going to be, you know, we're just going to be in a, a slight more delay. And when she said canceled, I was like, what? And the booze. If you all didn't see this, go back to the Tuesday's live stream part. We only did one part. So towards the end, if you want to hear that, I've never heard a level of booze like that in Disney ever. So it's not like I'm sitting here complaining. Thousands of people also knew that what happened shouldn't have happened. So what shouldn't have happened, right? The thing that shouldn't have happened is you are experts at monitoring this weather. So, and we know you're cautious because we wait and wait and wait and wait sometimes. Good example, Fantasmic was supposed to start at nine. We didn't even get start to let in maybe till 9.05. Mm-hmm. So you waited, you waited like an hour at yeah. least. And so you're careful and you're watching. And when you make that decision, it's usually final. So we're all just wondering what happened to allow us to, what did you see that made you say this is okay to allow us to sit? Right. You know, let everyone in only to tell them. Now, does Disney want to do that? They don't. You know, just right. someone, just someone made a wrong call, and hopefully they'll learn from it. Who knows? Maybe it's someone new or whatever. So it wasn't the point, and I made the comment live. This, it's okay that it was canceled. You know, we understand. Mm-hmm. It would have been easier to take for everybody if they did it before letting them in. Right. Especially as far back as that theater is. That's a long walk to get all the way back there to sit down for five minutes to then be told mm-hmm. the show's canceled rather than yeah. waiting another five minutes and then, you know, doing whatever. There must have been some check that was going on while people were being seated. And then they were checking the stage or, you know, the performers or something like that and then decided, no, we can't go on. Yeah. My, my one counter to all of it, too, is some people may say, well, the storm changed and it picked up. I would think watching this weather activity, and yeah, I'm sure it's extra unpredictable in Florida, but kind oh, of yeah. seeing where it was at that moment, I think you'd still pick up on it and say, yeah, you know what? Let's wait a little bit longer. Let's yeah. let this kind of really clear before it has, because this could have a chance to circle back. Right. That's you right. know? So they that's should have had JD on the on the job. That then you would exactly. Have no I mean, JD JD really brought a lot of light to the uh, the situation in chat. Yeah. So Ann Gilnack says they made a very bad decision. Purple Pleasure said they had one job, wrong timing. So yeah. So my whole point was just you know just a weird thing to happen, 
and very inconvenient. I don't really, I don't feel super bad for me. I just feel bad for the rest of the people who had to be, who were led to be in and excited to see this show and they weren't able to see it. So hopefully a lot of them were able to go back. I will add this though. And I know we're coming up on an hour and we tried so hard to be less, but, um, but you know, Hey, if y'all like in the extra long podcast, you know, and then if, you know, unfortunately, if there's, you know, like I've heard enough, turn it off and listen to some more later. Um, but we are wrapping up in a few minutes. Um, what I did see is when I was exiting the park, there was what caught my eye was there was a very long line at guest services. So my radar went up, my radar went up like I'm, uh, at, uh, monsters incorporated there, you know, the laugh floor and I'm making the sounds. So I was compelled to go over and just talk to some of the guests. Mm. I'm thinking podcast, you know, thinking media. So I went over and I talked to a family and they indeed were there to try to get some kind of refund for Fantasmic not going on. So uh, I'm sure that Disney is prepared for that when cancellations happen. They were part of the dining plan. So, yes. And this family was nice. They weren't even really looking for money. They were just, but others I'm sure, you know, are or were. But they literally were like, just give us a fast pass tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting. I thought, and maybe next time in Hollywood, if if there's just a cast member hanging around at guest services, I'll ask. And I felt walking away, I should have just asked. But yeah. uh, I felt like, you know, putting on my little reporter hat for a second saying, listen, I know people are here for this. What are you prepared to compensate them with? Right. You right. know, it's different if Epcot Forever doesn't go on. You know, there isn't a, a dining plan for that, but there is the the a dining package for Fantasmic. So, what does happen in that that case? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I thought that was an interesting to point point out. The other thing that happened on Wednesdays, and y'all can watch this after Happily Ever After Fireworks. So I'm going to actually bring up a map for this. So if you're listening on the YouTube music app, switch over to video. Uh, I'll do the best I can to describe it as well. But we're going to bring up a map of Magic Kingdom. So, and again, we love Disney. I take no pleasure in saying anything negative at all. Um, If I suggest things, it's where I feel like we can make things better. So if we're looking at this map, it's the entire layout of Magic Kingdom. We've got Frontierland, Liberty Square, Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, Main Street, the entrance, and all of that. So before, now they they cut this off recently too, and I don't understand. When you're coming in from Adventureland, you can come down and you can go on the opposite side, not the main street side of Casey's hot dogs, but the back side, which is considered uh, backstage. And you can go back there, come all the way around and literally leave magic kingdom, or you can circle around the Emporium and come up and find a, you know, a comfortable space for you on main street to watch the fireworks. Conversely on the other side, um, Tomorrowland, you can come out near the restrooms and walk backstage and come out around the confectionery 
and go up Main Street or leave the park. So with that said, my thing has been, that's all fine. It's mostly fine. I think they do a pretty good job. I will take my hats off to them for the most part, unless you object to any of it, is the organizing of people pre-show is fine with me. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's not fine with me as far as why they've closed off the Adventureland side between Crystal Palace and Casey's. Maybe there's stuff back there that they just can't, we should not see right now. Maybe that's something there. But, Maybe. you know, that's that was one thought I had. Other than that, that should be open. So why can't we do the reverse uh, when the fireworks are over? And I'll explain what I thought. And then when Lawrence and I were talking, he was talking about... Uh, a couple of other things that could make it better. So my thought was when the fireworks are over, you have plenty of people that want to get back in the park for those last few rides or whatever, or maybe it's um, a special night and it's after hours. And now you've got a lot of people that want to get back there. So you're really fighting upstream to go up main street. So how do we filter those people? I think, um, this is funny because I might be stealing a little bit of, I'm not going to say this part. I'm going to say what I was saying even last night. And I've said prior to that, I think that anyone that plans on going back into the park should just circle around the confectionery or the Emporium and go back through those uh, outlets that will lead you into Adventureland or Tomorrowland. And you can just circle around back to Liberty Square or Fantasyland. I think that would be a better flow there's nothing to see back there. And I think people may just continually walk a little bit more. That'll free up Main Street better. I think that is a great solution. And then when you get up higher and you're in the hub and there's all these, we'll call it like a spoke on a wheel. There's these outlets that feed all the lands. What they have you do is they really, they should have you filter out to all of those but they want to confine you and push you all, all halfway through the hub before you can you can you can outlet to those places, which again makes all several hundred feet of people just fighting each other. Yeah. So what were your? I think you had a thought of something doing something on Main Street. Yeah. So my thought, um, and of course, neither of us work for the park, so we don't know that. This we don't know work, squat. Yeah. <laughs> But my thought would be those going back into the park from Main Street can continue up Main Street into the hub. And all those wanting to leave would use the, the what I'll call the express lanes, the, the backstages on both the Casey side and the Tomorrowland side to exit the park because there's nothing there. You're, you're, you're not stopping to look at any of the stores, going to any of the shops. You're really just making a beeline for the exit. And we know that everybody leaves or a lot of people leave at uh, after fireworks. So I think using those two lanes to get out would make more sense. Um, but I don't know. I, the, Wednesday was total chaos because they even had you filtering in through Casey's to get down uh, further down Main Street, which was really weird. It was really weird. It was very, very strange and eerie. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I just couldn't believe that when pre-show, 
they were encouraging masses of people to go through Casey's and exit yeah. through the Emporium. Yeah. It, it didn't make any sense at all. Uh, and conversely, which could be, a, which was an absolute safety hazard when we tried to get to Tomorrowland. And I made this weird comment like, wow, I can't believe how fast we're making it up Main Street right now. Oh, and, I and remember. Gaps, yeah, and the gaps that we have. You yeah. know, then all of a sudden, boom, it was a wall of people and yeah. nobody was moving. Nobody. And then somebody would decide to move and they would just start slicing through people, which yeah. wasn't good. And, and hey, kudos to the guests because I didn't hear or see any fighting or arguing. It was really everybody just trying to work it out with each other and figure out things. But I yeah. did see a grandma, you know, misstep off a curb. I saw kids falling down or almost falling down. No cast members around. Yeah. For for tens and tens of feet. There was nobody around. It was a I've never seen a dead standstill. So if you haven't seen that on the live stream, check it out. Because that was that was quite the scene. And of course, when we're live, we try to make this as positive and, and it's always family friendly, but just positive, light and fun and bluffy. But sometimes it happens live. So sometimes right. things happen where like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> Um, so hopefully I didn't, I didn't, uh, make too negative of a light, but it was a negative thing that was happening for sure. So maybe it was a once in a once experience thing to be that extreme, but sure. they really have to work on the trafficking of all of that. So, um, Hey, I do have a friend that's high up in Disney. I'll suggest it to her. It's not her area, which is probably what she'll tell me, <laughs> but just say, this is what I'm seeing. And I think it could be better. Yeah. Absolutely. And she denies. It's so funny. I, I play with her so much. It's like, um, you know, <sighs> Disney listens. So there could be some things that they've heard me say or, and maybe some others say. But it's just funny that sometimes I say something and it happens. There's been a <laughs> lot of things. And I always go to her and say, hey, was that me? And she goes, no, it wasn't you. <laughs> Look, we got the lasso fixed. We, 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 we did. We took a stance and the lasso was fixed. I feel like we're forgetting one last thing. Are we, did we, did we cover um, everything? Oh, just the, the blue sky question. question. Yeah. One last question, everybody. So uh, we asked this, uh, if you were on the Zoom uh, call with us a couple weeks ago, or I guess last month, uh, you would have heard this one, but I thought it was, it was cool. So I, I thought I'd bring it to the podcast. So... This is blue sky again. This is, you know, we're thinking way off the uh, off the beaten path. So you get to bring back one of your favorite rides. But you can't put it back in the park that it used to be in. So what ride do you bring back and what park and land do you put it in? So uh, if you all want to chime in and chat, we'll take a couple of them before we go. Just put like a cue in front of it so it catches our eye. I would say, I, what was I thinking of now? I thought of a crazy one. I thought of a crazy one. I'm just going <laughs> to say a crazy one. What the heck? 2,000 leagues under the sea, you put it in the middle of Epcot. Okay. All right. You know? it's, funny, it's funny you went there because I was going to say 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, but I would put it in Animal Kingdom. Oh, even better. It's not used for anything else. 
So put it over there. And of course, you, you have fish and all sorts of uh, sea life in there, which fits the animal kingdom, um, you know, theme. So I thought I thought 20,000 leagues under the sea. But in uh, in Animal Kingdom, that's funny. We both thought of the same rock. Yeah, I know, right? We didn't even talk about that, everybody. And uh, you went up to me, and you deserve it. That was even better because my thing was like, well, then what do we do with fireworks? <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's perfect. That is perfect. Oh, Anne said I just stole her answer as she was typing. See that? Wow, great minds think alike, Diz fam. Mouse, uh, will the thriller says Maelstrom in Adventureland behind Thunder Mountain. Oh, okay. All right. Two mountains Pamela, close together. Pamela said universe of energy in Animal Kingdom. That makes sense. It would. Yeah, right. Tear down Dino Land. Dino yeah. Land is useless, man. What are we doing? <laughs> We're just you know, buying they, time. We're buying time. About Blue Sky, they, they talked about Dino Land in the D23 Blue Sky event. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I think we're going to get some more. A Moana water ride coming soon, I bet. Hey, there you go. Yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, another great Diz Pod. I think it gets better and better. And we're having fun with this for sure. So glad that you all joined us live tonight. And we will be live next at Animal Kingdom. It's a dual stream, as all Saturdays are. You get Tammy Two Wheels taking us from Animal Kingdom over to Disney Springs. It's going to be a late stream on Saturdays. We're going to try some flavors of Florida. But we're right. also, before that, we're going to enjoy some Flame Tree Barbecue over at um, Animal Kingdom, Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey, which we recently turned from 3D to 2D <laughs> by accident. But it's good stuff. Oh, Will the Thrillers yeah. at Frontierland. I think we I think we knew what you meant, my friend. We appreciate and love all of you. Bring back Splash Mountain in place of dinosaurs, says Courtney. I want some Disneyland cool rides, says Theo the Sand mm. Eagle. So can't say we yeah can't say how much we appreciate and love all of you for all of your support you are truly family and we will see you all in the parks thanks for wa uh, watching or listening to the pod and if you haven't caught the ones previously to this they're in the library so go check them out um lastly uh tonight i was drinking from my teacups my spinning teacups mug right here or, or non-spinning for you yeah, non-spinning for me. Mine goes like this. It doesn't spin. We just do this. This was Holly and I last night. Everyone else was spinning like yeah. a Mad Hatter. And I and had my Holly. Been There series. Uh, ah, yes. From Starbucks. Here's the other thing we failed to do, but we need to make a tradition. We're in our um, Hawaii, Disney Hawaii shirts. But guess what I do? I unveil a Disney shirt after taking off a Disney shirt. And today it is the May the 4th be with wow. you obtained on, of course, May the 4th, 2023. And the back of it has the whole cantina scene. Oh. Oh, yes, I remember. Yes. Right, right there. there. So we appreciate. Great job on the pods. Oh, yeah. Dave. Dave. We know he's only oh, saying no, that. Not oh, yeah, yeah. That's, at, that's after 10. That's after <laughs> 10. And uh, Dole Whip Dave says, great job on the podcast, but we know he's only just saying that because it was Dole Whip Day. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, man. All right, everybody. We're out, and we'll see you live from Animal Kingdom. We love you all. Thank you so much for allowing us to be your ticket to Disney.